This is World Cafe. I'm Raina Duris. Your late teens and early 20s are a time when things can change fast. You leave high school, you maybe move out on your own, and if you're my guest today, you find sudden success when a song you release goes viral. That's what happened when Utah band The Backseat Lovers put out their 2019 single, Killby Girl, a song that has racked up more than 200 million streams on Spotify. And then, with 2020 and the pandemic, there were more changes for the young band. Today, I'm joined by Backseat Lovers guitarist and vocalist Joshua Harmon and bassist KJ Ward to talk about their second album, Waiting to Spill, and about how going through so much changed their music and changed them as people. Our conversation is coming up, but first, the opening track from Waiting to Spill. This is the Backseat Lovers' Silhouette. Wait, wait for Stay for On World Cafe, that was the backseat lovers with silhouette. The first track on their latest album, Waiting to Spill. I'm Raina Duris. My guests today are Josh and KJ of Backseat Lovers. Josh, KJ, welcome to the World Cafe. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Just so people know whose voice is whose, could you each introduce yourselves? Uh, starting with Josh, say your full name and what you do in the band. Um, my name is Joshua Harmon. I um, play guitar and sing in the band. And uh, my name is KJ Ward, and I play the bass in the band. Now, Josh, you've called that song that we just heard, Silhouette, the weirdest song on the album. It's also the first song on the album. Why did you choose to open the record and and have that be the first thing people heard on Waiting to Spill? You know, the process for making the record spanned over about three years from when we started writing it. I remember having this sort of aha feeling when I was driving my car one day. The record, it needs like an intro. It needs like something that's like the beginning. And we didn't have that yet and from there I was just sort of like searching for something and um, and then I I actually found an old recording from like at that time it was probably a year old but it was just that little plucking pattern at the beginning the little opening plucking pattern and I remember like when I was listening to it, it was like that feels like the start of something and just kind of built the song from there knowing that we wanted it to be like the intro to the record We're going to hear the uh, first song, Josh, that you started writing for the new album, the song Close Your Eyes. When you listen to the lyrics, and and I don't want to assume anything, but it sounds like you're processing anxieties about growing up and and changing relationships with your family as you maybe move out and the idea of home kind of gets fuzzier. You wrote that in 2019 while you were living at your parents' home. Where is home for you now? Home is is now in Salt Lake City. I I grew up in Heber City. um, And... KJ and Ogden, but we all, the three of us live in, uh, live in Salt Lake now and Juice lives down in Orem, which is about 40, 40-ish minutes away. But yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's really interesting now, even because I haven't, I hadn't really listened to the album in a while, probably since we released it. Um, and then knowing this interview was coming up, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like listen to a couple of the songs again. And it was like weird how far in the past it feels already just to have yeah. started from that far 
you know, from that long ago, you know, three, almost four years now. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really interesting to kind of see how home just in this time of life, this age group that we're in, um, your home is changing pretty often and you're kind of like learning how to establish your own home now that you like, you don't have your, your parents there to sort of like build it for you, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I think that's very much entangled throughout the entire album, just that experience of, you know, leaving home and having to sort of make your own new one. I want to let people um, hear the transition from silhouette into close your eyes, um, because I know that there's an interesting audio effect that you guys created to transition these two songs. So I'm going to include the end of silhouette as we go in to close your eyes. But um, could you explain what you did here? I'm not sure which of you would like to take this. I had the idea. Um, I, I realized that um, the first song, you know, is in, is in the key of E and the next song is in the key of D. So it was, has this one step down. I was like, how can we get down? And I just, it just kind of went off my my mind, like, oh, like an, a, like an actual Doppler effect sound is that feels like it's almost about, you know, one, one step down. So from that point on, we were just kind of like in, in the back of our minds, like, okay, how are we going to like find some way to capture this in a way that makes sense? And we ended up um, recording the end of silhouette just making this very long droning sort of e note that i just like created a loop of my vocals just like ah like singing this one note um and then after recording that we um we had a pair of microphones on the side of the street at night with our producer david and um <laughs> who was driving the car was it jonas and i think it was jonas and juice Jeez. they were driving the car yeah they were driving the car and they were like they just blared the the note out of a speaker out of the side of the window <laughs> and drove past it and then you know we just panned each microphone left and right and it ended up being like almost exactly one step um i think we ended up having to run it we ran into the tape machine and then did the very speed because it like it was like a micro tone off yeah. or something <laughs> It's really, really cool. And once you know that story, when you hear it, it makes it even cooler. And it's really unmistakable that it is the Doppler effect that you're hearing. I'm going to play that. So here's the end of Silhouette going in to close your eyes from the Backseat Lovers Homeworld Cafe.
From their latest album, Waiting to Spill, that was the Backseat Lovers with Close Your Eyes on World Cafe. I'm Raina Duras, joined by Backseat Lovers frontman Josh and bassist KJ. I want to talk about how you all work together, because looking at the album credits, all four of you guys share writing credits for every song. Um, could you talk about the division of labor when it comes to songwriting? Um, it kind of is different per song, for sure. Jonas and I generally are kind of the ones that bring songs to the band, but we also have been writing in the form of just jamming a lot more the last couple of years, um, especially since touring. We hadn't really toured together before um, this last year or two. I mean, real long touring and you know, and being out on the road for a long time. And I think that's a big thing that we've gained a sense of trust in each other and chemistry is just, um, you know, even just having at soundcheck being like, okay, we haven't been able to work on any new songs for like a week because we were on the road. We have five minutes before we have to start soundcheck and then we just jam. And then all of a sudden a song would form within that five minutes because we had that like sense of healthy pressure to like, and also just like want because we were like craving it so much. You've mentioned it during this interview and, and you've talked about it before about how over the years and, and into making this, your latest album, the band has learned a lot about being vulnerable with each other and I want you to think back to those early days, because when you were like 16, 17, sharing songs, teenage boys aren't particularly known for being good at being vulnerable with each other. And songwriting is a very personal, vulnerable thing. Like, what was it like sharing songs that you wrote with your band at the beginning? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, the, the dynamic has seemed to have just changed so much since then. And I think a really positive way in that we all have gained like much more of a sense of individuality and, you know, have, um, I guess just like the trust in each other and the confidence to like really let it be known when someone is feeling a certain way, whether it's really positive or a negative thing, or if a song isn't working for somebody like actually, you know, like, Hey, can we should, you know, can we move on to a different thing? Cause this isn't working for me right now. And learning how to like communicate through those things in a way that's like constructive and, um, realizing that like, okay, we're like four different little like tornadoes, like running into each other all the time. And we're going to have different feelings on different things. And that's why it's special is because when it does align, it's like, we can really trust that it's something that's, you know, that, that we can really believe in because all four of us, you know, give it the, the check mark. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like the recording of this album was, you know, pretty emotional at times. I read in an interview, Josh, that uh, you said each one of you shed tears at some point during the writing and recording of the songs on this album. Um, what is the reaction of the band when somebody, you know, is overcome with emotion? If somebody cries, do you stop? Do you keep going? Uh, is that how you know you've got a really good song on your hands? I feel like we've gotten really good at, like, holding space for each other. And, like, being patient through that process and, like, really feeling those emotions fully and just supporting each other, like, through those times. Because it's, like, such an emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And I think we're continuously getting better at, like, learning how to attend to each other's needs, you know? Yeah. And I think that there's, like, a... Between the four of us, there's definitely a... Uh, 
I don't know, almost like a reverence to that sort of thing where something is that emotional that it can like bring that out of you. It's like, it's very important to us. Like if I think for all of us, like that's the, that feeling of when you're really there with it in a song is like the reason we are doing it is for that connectedness and that like feeling of being so there in the moment in that song. KJ, do you remember what song made you most emotional during the process of making the album? Um, I would say Slowing Down was a really powerful one for me. That song, still to this day, every time I play it, feels like a very big release for me. Um, and in the process, it was just, I think, a very emotional time for all of us when we were writing that song. We were actually, I remember in a cabin up in like Idlewild when Josh first brought the idea to the table and that song just like I think really spoke to all of us in that moment and it still holds that power. We're going to play a bit of slowing down right now. This is the Backseat Lovers on World Cafe. just heard a bit of slowing down by the backseat lovers my guests today on world cafe the last song that we're going to hear is called growing slash dying um this i really love this song and it, it starts out sounding kind of alienated but it seems to end on a on a positive or optimistic note at the very very end josh before we hear it what can you tell us about this song i think that the entire, you know, the entire progression of that song up until the end is just full of questions. It's all every line, basically not every line, but most every line starts with why, you know, and it's very frustrated with the um, the questions that I was asking myself. Um, and I think at the end, um, that's sort of lyrically where it feels the most personal to me is the very end, and. Um, I, I think it's sometimes when I sing it, it feels positive, but also feels honestly like it kind of turns in on itself and re and and recognizes, you know, like sh you know, sure would be nice to know, like when I'm when am I gonna when am I gonna change the way that I need to grow? Because that's really at the core of it. The only thing that I can control is that I need to like turn around and and, and grow up myself. So that's that's kind of the realization that I came to in writing that song was that. It, you know, it really only can come from from you. Here's Growing Dying from the Backseat Lovers on World Cafe. You've just heard the song Growing Dying by the Backseat Lovers on World Cafe. It's from their latest album, Waiting to Spill. 
Joshua Harmon and KJ Ward of the Backseat Lovers have been my guests today. Josh and KJ, thank you so much for being on the show. It was so great to have you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks for having lovely, us. Lovely chatting. I'm Raina Duris, back in a moment with more World Cafe.